God. You want to tell me that God cannot work? If God can build everything in days, he says, let there be light. Light does not take 10 days and then in Afrika, it's as if as he's speaking, it is coming forth. Anytime Jesus, you read the book of Mark, and, and you read the life of Jesus, you will see where there is faith, there are common sequences. You will hear words like immediately, suddenly. Immediately, suddenly. Immediately, suddenly. Immediately, suddenly. Immediately. Now, many of us have never lived at that realm. You see, when you, immediately, that is how God works. Immediately, suddenly. Immediately, suddenly. Immediately, suddenly. Immediately, suddenly. Immediately, if you read the book of Mark and you just start striking immediately, 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 and suddenly, you'll be surprised. Everywhere, they, and, and when people would say thank you for healing, Jesus would say according to your faith. So the day your faith gets, the day you get faith, your life gets a gift of immediate and suddenly. And it's possible. Don't tell me that it doesn't work. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. And that is how people are raised from the dead. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray that shall be our story. We have to be ready. I said I pray that shall be our story. I pray that shall be your embrace. He died for you to live by faith. Because in the Old Testament, they were living by the shadow. They were living by types. They were living by symbols. But in Christ Jesus, we no longer live by types and shadows. We live by faith. We live by faith. You can be healed immediately. But because you have a prayer, a plan, now the faith, you have a faith in your plan, now, the plan is the faith. So your faith is in the plan. So you've said, I'm expecting God. And this is what God used to, 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 to knock my head off. Jesus, he's standing uh, in Jerusalem. I think it's John chapter 2 or something. My boring... Even if I am, it's too late. Churchill was yesterday in Kakamega. You should have been there. And Nyash was at Carnival. You should have been there. Jesus is standing and he says, I can destroy this temple and build it in three days. Now, the people looking at him, they say this. It took 40 years to build this temple. Who do you think you are to claim you can destroy it in three days? Now, in their minds, they're thinking, the one who built this thing is the wisest man that has ever lived. And in his wisdom, it took him 40 years. And so when Jesus is looking at him, 
He's saying it took him 40 years and you claim you can destroy it in, and, and not that you can destroy it and build. That the, 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 the time you use to destroy it and building it, it will take it three days. And so my question was, how long does it take for God to answer things? Because I don't want to be a person who is associated with prayer requests. Every time we meet, I have a prayer request. I have a prayer request. I have a prayer request. And that is where, if it takes him 40 years to build it, why should it take you three days to build it? So God is saying, what you are taking 40 years to build could have taken you three days. And that is the same story with the children of Israel. It took them 40 years in the wilderness and he built it in three days. He did not die so that you can be just healed because people were being healed before. He's not the first healer to walk the earth. Come on, guys. I said, come on, guys. He said, how long? You want to mean you are greater than our fathers? They built this in 40 years. You can build it in three days. That is where my conversation started. And it was simply this. It was simply this. He does not use the material to build that you use. The material to build that you use is called time. Amma? Time. But that is not his material. His material to build is called spiritual obedience. That's all. It took our fathers 40 years. Have you put it up, Amos? Amos, you, you are still trying to find the verse. 219. Or, or you, don't, you don't read Bibles, you just, she's not here, so you have sent your first love song. There it is. John 2.19 Destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. 20 says Then the Jews said it has taken 46 years to build this and you will raise it up in three days. That is how God works. His material is obedience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in that material, uh, and, 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 and what we call obedience to ourselves. You see, when I say uh, smasher is obedient. We are using instructions. At he obeys instructions. To God, that is not obedience. To, to, to God, obedience 
is a life sentence. He has committed his life and surrendered his life to leave all the outcomes that the pleasure of the obedience is greater than the rewards of obedience. You know, many of us are success seekers. That's why we never get success. The Bible says, and Jesus, he made himself obedient to death. The threshold of his obedience, even death, was not strong enough. And so we have to embrace for him to make us complete. It says, number one, that he did that so that he can disarm principalities and powers and rulers and all those things. So some of the fights you are having is because your obedience is still instruction-based. It is not a life sentence. It's not a, it is not something that your life has become yielded. And that is what God uses to build. He doesn't use time to build. So when God meets obedience, he begins from there. So you can be saved 30 years and somebody is saved three hours, but the obedience of the person who is saved three hours catapults him. Huh? Catapults him. So you, you can't carry that kind of obedience without enabling yourself to not be caught by tradition because tradition is a strong word. Are we together? Can we come and do our Easter service? We are still learning on prosperity by ease. Eh? I said Sitaweza. I know you have a 46-year plan, but I want to tell you it's useless. It can be done in three months. I want to tell you it can be done. If you bring your body to alignment with what God requires, it can be done in three hours. Oh, it can be done in three hours. The thing you're thinking that, oh, man, my, 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 my 10-year plan. That's why people who are obsessed by planning, they, they have this uh, assumption that if it takes more time, it is coming. And then you go back 10 years ago and you see the things they cried about. Somebody just came and told them, I was told, this happened. And the obedience started wavering. And that's why uh, when we are talking about the business of war, one of the things we said is that the errors of benevolence, the errors of your friends, the errors of going after your former friends or people whom you appear to have a lineage, a connection, but they don't have a portion for you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You cannot be a moderate, effective Christian. You cannot be a moderate, effective disciple. When we take you to the military, they're not training you to be a moderate. I remember one time, uh, 
I don't like cutting corners, but I like finding ways. So I was near the airport back in the days. They were building the new terminal back in the days. And we used to take a shortcut from the highway to come to the road that is closed. And, uh, and you would say, drive before, by the time when Akupita, Uko So one time we drove, I, I passed through Katikati until the end. So Niko Pale Mwisho Kabisa, I'm with Pastor Lawino. Kida Pastor are very rational. I happen to struggle with rationality. Up to the end of the road to Kafikapo Mwisho. Now when I'm there, uh, uh, a red beret officer stops me. He told me something that I'll never forget. We as I'm talking with you right now, the CCTV Koivo it is watching us here. So ikazi yangu sio mamsamaha msamaha edo pindwe gari rudi ama mimi kazi yangu. I've not been put here to have pity on people who are afraid of sitting in traffic. The business of war dictates it is an absurdity to be modest and moderate. Okay. And that's why you you see uh, I was telling uh, a pastor, when you see Joel Austin preaching high, he has done the fighting. That's why he can preach quietly. He has fired people that morning. Actually, when you go work for Lakewood, you will hit the church. Yeah, you will hit the church. Uh, when I saw I think two years ago, some pastors were fired out of Winner's Chapel and they were suing that you have been fired because you're not bringing enough money. He said, you're fired because you're not meeting the terms of reference. Yeah. Okay. These lovey-dovey people, look at what you did to the boyfriend who loved you the deepest. Sulim kanyanga kanyanga mugongo. Sayako ushago anakatamiwa. Na nimeona kwa strike ya mumiasi mefungwa, yendi wanafaitu kukua chairman ya wale watu wanaesabiwa, wale wenye wanafaku ingiza watu kwa shambu wakakatemiwa. Siyako huko anakatamiwa saizi, mwingine anamine firestone. In the business of war, modesty, I remember one time, I was watching a movie, sit down you modest boy. I was watching a movie and this is the danger and that's why success is very elusive because the demand of success puts you at a place that you cannot succumb to your desires. The goal must be greater than the compromise. It is the errors of your benevolence will mean you will practice the absurdities of all war, moderation. You see, those who are fighting us are not moderate. I, 
Those, to those who are fighting us, Olivia is a prostitute. This girl here. This is a prostitute. And I like that about our enemies. But this one here, this is a prostitute. They call him one-eyed elder. This one is, they have no moderation in their language. But the only thing that is making you think, it's because as at right now, they still have not gotten what they expected. So in the business of war, all terms of negotiations have been compromised. This one is going through a divorce. And the person taking him through a divorce has already even served him and demands that the court serves a warrant of arrest. Now, why would you want to arrest Agu? To run, he cannot. When the badu unawaloon ma 5K because you think ati munaongiaga munakwagama beshte, when they get strong, the first thing they will use with their strength is to go back to where they were. Where are we still with them? So in the business of war, this one here, this one is a prostitute. Uyuni, uni, uni prostitute. Uno nika prostitute, ya protocol la elders, uyuapa. And I love that about them. Our enemies are not moderate in their expressions. Pastor Muni is our ambulance and reference hospital where we go and take our prostitutes for recovery before they are served back. Now, if you have a problem with Pastor Muni, you actually even have a problem with the Holy Spirit. You can have a problem with Charles. He's short. He has never fully grown to his full potential. But in the business of war, all moderation has been suspended. He kazietu, siyanini, siyo ya uruma uruma. You either turn back or I do my job. Mimi sijeku hapa, nisikize makesi za wala tu wanaogopa jam, watu wanaogopa nini. So you either turn back. He kazietu, siyo ya uruma uruma. That person understood his job. I have not been put here to arbitrate between the traffic, your speed, your, if in, even now, if you have an emergency and, and you want to pass through that airport path, they will tell you, sir, you would rather, to, to, to that soldier who is standing corner, to that soldier, your wife dying with your pregnant child is a lesser pain They would rather wait with you there for an ambulance to come than dare open that up. I told you a story, uh, those of us, I, I, you see, in 1998, we and when you are fighting to be clean, that is why the enemy fights you because he knows you fear being associated with the dirty. But in the business of war, you have to disarm. Now, in 1998, Osama bin Laden was here, staying in Kirenyaga Road. The Osama bin Laden. While he was here, only about 12 Americans were killed. 
and another nine or ten were killed in uh, Tanzania. Bill Clinton was the president. So about 22 overall were killed. While in Kenya alone, 200 and something died. 3,000 people were maimed and wounded. Amaniaje. When it reached in the US, uh, Bill Clinton said uh, that was a minor thing because 10 people, it was a failed attempt. But listen to this, the enemy regrouped. That, and then he was told, because when he left here, they could trace him as he's going into Sijui, Lamu, Faza, going into, they said, we can track him, we go and catch him. He said, that is just like a guerrilla warfare. It is something that has happened on a far distant shore. He is somebody that we don't need to pay our attention to. The errors of benevolence are worse. Do you know, many of you will never know this because Mezali were juicy. When you used to go to the airport back then, we used to have a waving bay. Actually, waving bay, you would wave. You would even take people It was like going to the airport was you didn't need to report three, four hours later before the flight. You had to, if you are leaving at 10, you show up at 9:30. You hug one another, then you run to the bay. And the planes were somewhere like there. So as mtu anapanda, ana... Kwa ndege. That's why mluku wa munaona the bodyguard. Take my... Unaona nikamu msata shuka ndege. You know, most of us were distorted by that era of things. But one miscalculation. The enemy had modified the war. He stopped arming soldiers. He started training civilians to be soldiers. So he didn't know that now he discovered trying to drive through a, a, an embassy to get at is very hard. So he discovered sponsor Zach and the flying school, sponsor Uyo and the MIT. So the people who in September 2001, I remember where I was. We had like a joke, like, boom. It was just like news, eh? While we are watching, oh, we are just receiving reports of a flight has rammed into one of the towers. While we are watching, we hear another plane has rammed into the second tower. Hey. Now, we hear again, there is another one flying as a plane has detoured. It's flying towards the Pentagon. This was not being commandeered by three-star army generals. It was being commandeered by high school campus. And the tools that they used were forks, pen knives, they didn't have M16s in the plane. Eh? I repeat to us here. We have to know. Obedience. 
is not something that you do to an instruction. Obedience is the life capital for everything that you want for God to provide for you. So it is not about God give me. It is with you obey him in how he wants to give it to you. And so in the busyness of war, in the busyness of war, this one is a prostitute. I don't know how, but our enemies know more about us than we know about ourselves. Come on. Come on. And that's why I'm going the, the cleaner you want to become, the poorer you will be and the more restless you will become. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Are we together? Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because Jesus called us to live by faith, not by sight. And the more somebody is trying to navigate your sight to people, they are trying to kill the working of God in your life. Amen. Amen. I think I'm tired there. We can take a break. Ama? Ama niaje? Imeweza? Simple, simple people took planes. Some people have never been found. About 4,000 people died because what just at first, the, the brainchild of the first one went and reinvented and regrouped. But the war continued. And as the war continued, 4,000 people on American soil, uh, the Pentagon hit. 9-1-1. September 11. That's how the world travel policies were changed. That's why the world changed completely. And up to now, the greatest threat now is what you have come to call terrorism. Because in terrorism, you are not fighting armed soldiers. You are fighting militarized civilians. They will walk into a cafe, <laughs> detonate. Are we together? Yes, sir. Are we together? And those people who are doing that, they are obedient to the point of death. So my challenge to you, this man is older than people who abuse him, but there are people who have no limits because they understand in a time of war, they know if they hit Ago, they will hit me. If they hit Olive, they will hit me. If they hit Charles, they will. They know they, they are not hitting corners. They know if I hit Muniu, it will hit him. They know exactly the people to hit, and it hits me. Amen. And I love that about my enemies. They are more committed and public about their anger and intention than my friends about their love. My friends are investigating me. You know, Palipo Namoshi, Apakosi Moto. My enemies are wonder where Apalipo. Even if Akuna Moshi and Asema, no, poor Petro, Kama Nimoshi, the little fire, Itachomakila Kitu. They only want one, but they will get all. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yes, are you listening to me? Yes, Those of you who are here on Saturday, I told you, I have suffered personal losses because I never understood that one leg of life, of ministry, of success. It is a battleground. It is a battleground. It is a battleground. It is a battleground. It is not, oh, you know, I, I, this one does not mean. It is a battleground. All 
terms of negotiations have been contravened. All treaties and all pacts that had been set of defining the boundaries and the limits and the parameters have been contravened. And so all resolution has been, there is a handwriting that is against you and it is keeping you from moving forward. They have all been contravened. And now we are left to ourselves. Will we fight or will we keep asking ourselves, but why, but why? I choose to fight. I choose to fight because the next generation needs men. The next generation needs leaders. The next generation needs people who will demonstrate that love does not need to be easy for it to be fought for. The fact that you love, you will fight for it. And even when the other person is not fighting for it, you will keep fighting for it until the value you want to achieve in a life has been achieved. Rise up on your feet. Father, we thank you. We bless you this day. We pray, Almighty Father, that you will bless your children. You will cause them to inherit substance. Father, we will enjoy and embrace that your dying was for us to live by faith. Father, you died for our faith so that faith no longer becomes a subconscious act. Faith becomes the life that we have in you. We thank you, Father, for your working. We thank you, Father, for your working. We thank you, Father, for your raising. We thank you, Father, for your releasing. We thank you, Father, for you are disarming. We thank you, Father, for we now have completeness in you. Our success is secure. Our peace is secure. Our joy is secure. Our progress is secure. We thank you, Father, for our long life is secure. you better give God a warrior's cry of a big amen. I said you better give God a better hand clap of a better, a better, better. You have to clap knowing that all truces and pacts have been contravened.
lie. I choose faith over fear. I say I choose faith over fear. Hallelujah. Now the fight is the fight of faith. It is not the fight for success. It's the fight of the mechanism that you shall use to pursue your success. It's the fight of faith. It is not the fight with the devil. It's the fight of faith. Hallelujah. Whether it is 